0: welcome back to the efa podcast i'm drew i'm here with Matias. hello um this is our second attempt at recording this um we're gonna do our 2021 nfl mock draft um pretty much what's gonna happen is i'm gonna pick i'm gonna do first pick Matias will do second pick i'll do third etc cetera, etc cetera. um the nfl draft starts tomorrow uh, yeah, it's tomorrow through Saturday, so we'll get this underway and I'm I will start. So Yeah. Um Jaguars, I really don't think it's it's going to be that like it it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. I don't think that's gonna be a surprise to anyone. Uh if it's not Trevor Lawrence then we will have one of the most shocking drafts of all time, probably. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is clearly the best quarterback in the draft. Um, you know, it's, he's been like this. He, like, he's been the number one pick um, since pretty much the end of last year's draft. So, I, I really don't think there's going to be a question that it's going to be Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, like you said... make sense that the best QB goes number one overall. But second, I'm going to pick Zach Wilson. I just think, I mean, I think this has started is starting or well, I think it really has already become a lock for a while. Uh, I mean, if you're like 99% sure that the um, that Trevor Lawrence is going to get picked there. I mean, you're like 95% sure Zach Wilson will get, get picked with the Jets. I, I think that, you know, he's risen a lot off of a great season. And I, yeah, I think this is where he's going to go.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I think this is like, again, I think the first two, first two picks are pretty much locked in. Um for a while, at least in the season, you didn't know if it was... Like, during the season, you didn't know if it was going to be Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson uh, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance. Um, but, obviously, since the season ended, um, everyone's had pro days. It's been clear that Zach Wilson is going to be the number two pick. And, again, I really don't think it's... I, if, any, if it is anyone else, it should be a shock to everyone. So... Yeah, but moving on, we have the third pick, and this one, this one is gonna be. This is the first decision like we actually have to make, and it's Mac Jones or Trey Lance. And I know in the last recording you said like you mentioned this is definitely a smokescreen, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that it is. Um, they could even take Justin Fields here, just so you know, no one has, you know, everyone's gonna think, oh, it's gonna be Mac or, Mac Jones or Trey Lance. But well, it could not be it could not be either of them, and it could be Justin Fields. I do think it's going to be one of the one of the two, whether it's Mac Jones or Trey Lance. And I know Kyle Shanahan is a very big Mac Jones guy, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Mac Jones at three for San Francisco.
1: Uh, oh right, yeah. I mean, uh, if I was 49 fan, I wouldn't like that pick. But I mean, as a Seahawks fan, I kind of like it. I guess. Uh, I just never think he'll be great. I think that uh, Mac Jones, like, just for the modern-day NFL, he doesn't have the physical ability to be, like, incredibly elite. Uh, I just don't think. But, yeah, at four, I'm going to pick Kyle Pitts. Um, We're not doing any trades, but I think if we could trade, I – would probably want to trade down out of this pick but I I just think that if you stay up here they're probably taking a QB or Kyle Pitts and I mean you know they, they have to pay Matt Ryan a lot over the next two seasons so I'm just going with Kyle Pitts here um, but on draft night I'd expect that they'd probably try and trade down
0: yeah I I would agree that this is a definitely definite trade down spot, and I think Kyle Pitts has also kinda pretty much locked himself in. Again, in a non trade situation, I think he's pretty much locked himself in at four. Um, I think he's one of the he's a, one of the best tight ends we've seen in recent years at least, like coming out of the draft, because um, he can he's small, he's a smaller tight end, he can play wide receiver, he runs like a receiver, he catches like a receiver. Um, but he is a tight end, and if they, I mean, we've heard the rumors that they're looking about, the the Falcons are looking at trading Julio Jones, which, I mean, I, I don't know how accurate, like, if that's actually going to happen. I mean, we'll find out within the next three, four days. Um, But if, even with Julio Jones still being there, I mean, you got Julio, Kyle Pitts, um, Calvin Ridley, like... That and Kyle Pitts is a huge step up from Hayden Hurst. But moving on to number five in the Bengals, I think this one is going to be either I Sewell or Jamar Chase. And in the one we we're the first recording I had, Jamar Chase here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'll switch it up to, for to I Sewell. Um, I think he's one of the best. Uh, t- he's pretty much a, he's a generational prospect and one of the few we we see in this in this draft class So you know him pretty much the top four quarterbacks in Penn I Sewell. um but he's you're not like you're not gonna see another Penn I Sewell type offensive tackle in the next four or five draft classes so I think the Bengals if they need to they they if they need to they do need to um step up their offensive line i mean joe burrow tore his acl last year and yeah like that's you you can't have especially for joe burrow he's so he he's young and you can't have him ending his career early based on injuries and i think they need to they need to have penn i sewell or just a decent a very good offensive line not even very good it just has to be decent um because Joe Burrow can he he can work with anything, I would I would hope, like receiver wise, so I have Sewell here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Jamar Chase might make the team better, like immediately. But in the long run, I think that Sewell will, you know, keep Joe Burrow healthy and, and he's just an offensive tackle left tackle in particular is just much more difficult to replace than wide receiver. But for pick 6 since Jamar Chase is here, I think that the Dolphins would easily take him. I think wide receiver has definitely stood out as their biggest need lately and
0: uh, can, I, can I say I don't know if you've already made the pick but like in your thing. Yeah. Um, but I did, there is, they, they do, they prefer, they prefer Jalen Waddle over Jamar Chase. Yeah. So I don't know if that changes anything, but.
1: I, I'm still going to go with Jamar Chase. All
0: right.
1: I just think that I, again, I mean, we're pretty late in the draft process. That could be a smoke screen. You never really know. I mean, the Lions are right behind them and, I, I don't know. I I think that Jamar Chase is um I, I think he's definitely wide receiver one at this point. You know, I think he's also a generational talent as well, I'd say. I think he's one of, probably maybe the best wide receiver prospect like since Julio. I think I I think he's that good. And I just think that I think they would regret picking Waddle over him. And so, yeah, I think it's really just, it, it should be a fairly easy pick.
0: Yeah, I've been, I know I've been a very big Jalen, like Jalen Waddle was my wide receiver one for a pretty long time, like in last off season, like through this season. Um, I think Jamar Chase is Jeff. like he's definitely jumped to wide receiver one now. Jalen Waddle is, my wide receiver, two. Um, and speaking of Jalen Waddle, yes, I agree that Jamar Chase would probably be a better fit in Miami. Um, but speaking of Jalen Waddle, I have him going to the Lions at seven. I think – I have seen they are looking to trade up. Like, if they can get um, – they look to trade up to four for Jamar Chase. But the Falcons asked, were asking for too much. Too much so – they, they they stopped talking about that. So if they can get one of the top three guys, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith at seven, which I think is most likely going to happen, I think they'd take one of those guys, and Jalen Waddle's my the highest receiver on my board right now, so I'm going to take Jalen Waddle.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a good pick. I do like Devontae Smith's um fit in Detroit, but I do generally like Waddle more yeah um
0: okay. yeah i i i did say i think in i want to say it was the like one of the last episodes we've done like like for playoffs we did one of the questions we asked was um but where do you see Devonte smith fitting the best consider like i think he had just won the heisman um and i picked detroit just because he's so similar to i think I, think, I i want to say no he was he, yeah he was so similar to both kenny galladay and marvin jones and since they're losing both of them i mean you might as well draft another one so i i would agree that Devontae smith would fit good here i did pick jalen waddle because i think they're just gonna pick best available so
1: yeah and a lot of people are worrying about um smith's size which i think i think know.
0: that's ridiculous too i mean yeah, yeah. He, he said it himself, like they're not body they're not bodybuilders out there. Like they're here to they're there to play football and he can definitely do that, so
1: Yeah. Yes, but for eight, I'm going to pick Rashawn Slater. I I think that unless they just got Sam Darnold for insurance and they want to pick a different Q B here, I think it's probably if either of the tackles fall here, they should Snap, especially if it's soul But I, I think that uh, Rashawn Slater. This is still like a pretty decent value for him. Some people think he could go as far up as five. So, but I, I think that offensive tackle is a big need, and you know you want to give Sam Darnold a good, because uh, he just has one year left on his contract, right? So you want to give him a good chance to prove himself.
0: Yeah, uh, that 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 would be like fourth option for me at at eight. Like not so first option for me would be Kyle Pitts if he makes it there. Second would be Penni Sewell, then it's Patrick Sertain, then it would be Rashawn Slater. So I would have picked Patrick Sertain here, just because I think offensive tackle, tight end, and corner are like their three biggest needs, and um, I think kyle pitts is definitely the best overall player out of all three of them and you know the the you're not going to get another kyle pitts uh tackle is such a deep position this year in the draft like you could get a decent guy in the second or third round and then obviously they need corners and i think patrick sertain would be the next would be i although jc horn is my corner one patrick sertain i think fits better in um carolina so anyways moving on denver at nine um trey lance justin fields both still here i'm gonna take justin fields um obviously ohio state my qb2 currently um if, if he makes it to nine then i mean that's i don't think he will i think Someone's going to trade up, whether it's New England, Washington, Chicago. Uh, I could even see Denver trading up into the top five to grab Justin Fields, Trey Lance, whoever. But, I mean, this is definitely going to be Justin Fields or Trey Lance. And now, like, again, no trade situation. There's going to be a quarterback at 15 for New England. So, I mean, like, you don't necessarily need to trade up because Dallas doesn't need a quarterback um, New York doesn't need a quarterback. Philly has said they they are going to take a quarterback. I don't know. That could be smokescreen or something. Like you know, I they don't really need it because Jalen Hurts is is he's he's a good quarterback. We saw that last year. L A doesn't need one. Minnesota doesn't need one. So I mean, Bill Belichick would be very very excited if he doesn't have to trade up for a quarterback. That would be great. But yeah, I would say Justin Fields. Is probably, I would say he's he's he would he would go here at nine over Trey Lance in a no trade situation.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that the Broncos have been linked to
0: Fields a couple
1: times. Um, Yeah. I, I again, I these, I they're not gonna make it here. I don't I don't think because you at least one or two teams is probably gonna hop up into the top ten to try and get their chance at one of these top five guys. But, yeah, I mean, in this case, since we can't do trades, they just fell. But at 10 for the Cowboys, I'm going to pick J.C. Horn. Um, You know, I've been mocking Patrick Sertan there for, like, the past couple months, so I'm just really mixing it up. I think this is going to be a corner, as long as both of the top two corners are there, which, I mean, they're as either of the top two corners are there, which I mean, at least one of them is definitely going to be there.
0: Yeah, I would agree, J. C. Horn. I mean, I I do like the the fit for Patrick Sertain here more than J. C. Horn. Um, you know, they got uh Dallas Trayvon Diggs last year in the draft. So I mean, two Alabama guys at cornerback. I think that would be they would they would fit very well with each other. Um, but now eleven for the Giants, and this is kind of a tough one. I mean, they got Michael Parsons, uh, Devonta Smith, Jalen Phillips has been here a, a couple times, and I I think I'm gonna go Jalen Phillips. Yeah, I'm going to Jalen Phillips. The only thing for me is that he's had a very like bad injury history. So I mean, again, we we talked about it a lot. We talked about it. We talk about it all the time, really. But if he if he doesn't have that injury history that everyone is so worried about, he is most likely a top-10 prospect. So I w- I'm going to take Jalen Phillips at 11.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really like Jalen Phillips. I I think that, yeah, if you can look past the injuries and see his potential, that this is definitely a good range for him. But for 12, I think at this point it's a pretty easy pick. I'm gonna pick Devonte Smith. Um, I mean, it's if any of the top three receivers are there at twelve, I think that the Eagles should bite. Um, and I mean, in this case, Devontae Smith fell, so might as well pick them. And I think this would be great value for them, because I I think he could help Jalen Hurts, um, right off the bat, really. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd agree. I think I probably would have taken Patrick Surtain there, to be honest. Um, actually, sorry. That's not what I meant. I would have taken Devontae Smith there. I'm going to take Devon uh, Patrick Surtain here at 13. Um, yeah, I mean, they lost there. Who'd they, who'd they lose? Was it Casey Hayward or my. I... Yeah, I mean, they lost, um, Casey Hayward in free agency, so they do need a quarterback, a cornerback to, um, to fill in for him and to play alongside Chris Harris. So I think Patrick Sertain, if he makes it this far, uh, would be the pick here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I, I think that, you know, I, I think that corner is definitely a need for them. And I guess that they could probably get an offensive tackle uh, deeper in the draft, but, since you left him here for me, I am going to pick Christian Derrissaw here. I think that um the Vikings, they need offensive line help. And, you know, I I guess they might be preparing for the post-Kirk uh, Cousins era or maybe they're satisfied with this play. I, I, I don't know, but I think that whatever it is, this spot should either be – I mean, maybe if Jalen Phillips is here – maybe you'd consider him cuz they definitely do need an edge too but i th- i think for now um with him off the board i think this is easily an offensive line spot and christian dersa in my opinion is just the best uh, best available
0: i would say i would say yeah i would agree with that um they have to boost up that offensive line. So I would say Christian Derrissaw. I mean, I love Elijah Vera Tucker here. So either of those guys I would be happy with as a Vikings fan, but I mean, he's made it this far. I'm going to pick Trey Lance for the Patriots. I really don't think there's any um, argument there. Um, You know, they need a, they need a quarterback. Cam Newton did not cut it last year. I mean, they went out free agency, grabbed Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, Hunter Henry, uh, Johnny Smith, like all those guys, like maybe that'll help. But I mean, Trey, I think Trey Lance is a perfect guy too, because he's a guy that, you know, he might need to sit just because, you know, he played at North Dakota state, which isn't like the competition he gets is not a Trevor, like not a competition that you'd see Trevor Lawrence playing against Justin Fields, Mac Jones, like those guys. So I think he would be per- like, especially to just sit back, you know, um, sit back behind cam newton whether it's for the year if he if cam actually decides to start playing like mvp mvp cam again or even remotely close to that um and or whether it's four weeks and he's in, or he's already in but i mean trail i mean hayden mentioned it hayden's been hayden's mentioned it before but he trey lance runs like cam newton like he's not as big but he he runs like he's he runs like he is as big as Cam Newton and I I do like that so i mean Trey Lance is i would say is a is just a younger version of Cam Newton at this point so
1: Yeah i mean i think i think uh this is not really i i don't think he's just going to fall here i think no, if I'll... any
0: I don't think he's gonna fall here either.
1: Yeah, I so like, this is uh, obviously you would take him without even thinking here. I think, but I mean, I I I think out of the top five, the only person that you really have a chance of find this far is Mac Jones, because I think that there could just be a bunch of smoke screens of people saying they love him. Because I mean, he did, I he. All of his momentum was gained pretty late, so kind of, I, I don't know. But I think that at 16, he's falling a little bit. But I think that if Micah Parsons were here, that the the um Cardinals should pick him. So that's the pick I'm going to make. You know, I for a while, I feel like a lot of people have been set that they're just going to take another corner. I mean, they're just going to take a corner. Well, i think that they could get pretty good value in the second round i i think they have a second round pick i think um uh with uh with a corner and michael parsons fell here and i think it's really just kind of best defensive player available really
0: yeah i really i mean i really like caleb Farley here uh jc horn i liked for a while before he jumped up my board um but Caleb Farley I do like here I mean he he so he test tested positive for COVID earlier today which I mean I really don't think is gonna is like is gonna hurt his draft stock at all but I mean you never do know um but the Raiders I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jamin Davis here Jamin Jamin I I don't really know how, how that's pronounced but you know I, I think that that'll be, I mean, the the Raiders linebackers aren't fantastic. Um, Corey Littleton, is good. Um, Jonathan Abram is he's he's just yeah Jonathan a- Abrams a safety, um, but he can play he can play in the box box similar to Jonathan uh uh holy Jamal Adams. I don't know why I just blanked on his name. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he'd be good in that in that defense. I mean, that's pretty much their number one need, Is the Raiders, is to just boost up that defense in the draft. I mean, they focused on the offense last year, and now it's time to bring in the defense. So, I'm going to have Jamin Davis here, 17.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, well. I think that the Dolphins need an edge. I mean, obviously, like, the dream situation would be that Jalen Phillips is still here at 18. But I am going to pick Aziz Ojulari. And I think that... um, Crap, I'm blanking on his name. Who is the uh, Dolphins edge who played really well this year?
0: Uh. Uh, is that Wilkins? Is that his name?
1: No, no, no. That's a that's a defensive tackle, I think.
0: Oh. Uh, uh the edge uh, that played for for Miami, you said.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the Miami Edge who played very very good this year. But yeah, Rayvon Davis. I, no, no, crap! What? Well, Okay, well, whatever. They have him, and this was kind of like his breakout year. I think that they need someone opposite him, especially in case he just falls off. So I I think that, you know, Edge is just a need for them. And on my board, at least, Ojolari is the best available.
0: Yeah, I would say Ojolari is probably, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, the only two edges you'd think, like, the Christian Wilkins and Ra- Raekwon Davis are their edges.
1: Yeah, maybe I'm...
0: You could be thinking of someone completely different. Anyway, moving on. Um, Washington. Um, so there's talks that they might move up into the top ten, although the quarterback is not...
1: Emmanuel Austin. Emmanuel
0: Aub- that's
1: who I'm thinking of.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So the football team is looking. They're move looking to move up into the top ten. Um. They said the quarterback is not going to be the target. If I mean, just I I do have a question. If if that is not, if that is not a smoke screen and they're truly not going to take a quarterback, who would they take in the top ten if they trade up? Who do you think?
1: Um, maybe, maybe Penet, maybe Penny Sewell, I guess they do need a left tackle.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say I would say Penny Sewell, uh, I like, I don't know. I would assume they're looking at like Detroit or Carolina, and I don't know if like if Penny Sewell falls to that, I would say yeah, it would be him. But if if not, and they're at seven or eight, I wouldn't like Michael Parsons would not be a bad pick there either
1: yeah it wouldn't be a bad pick but I'm not sure I would like I I don't think I would give up that much to move up because there are some decent linebackers here like Coromoa's is still here I like his fit and Zayvon Collins I mean I honestly don't think they're that far behind Parsons when it comes to I mean I've even seen some people who prefer J
0: O K to Parsons. I am one of those people, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. anyway, in I I just okay, so I have liked at, at nineteen, again, no not tra- trade non trade scenario. I have liked Tevin Jenkins here. The offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. So that's who I'm gonna pick there. If they were to trade up, I would say a linebacker like So, I was, like, linebacker, whether it's, if they trade up for a linebacker, I think it would have to be Micah Parsons, just because the media is so, like, whether NFL teams are high on him, but I know the media is so much higher on him than we are of, like, like there's so much, the gap between him and Zayvon Collins and JOK are so, it's much larger than it is for us, at least. Yeah. So maybe like a Rashawn Slater at eight would make sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: Yeah, are you, you're picking Tevin Jenkins here, though? Yes, I in a non-trade scenario, Washington's at 19. I am picking Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, the only thing is they, I, they, I think they'd have to try him out at left tackle because I, I think that left tackle's where they really need someone. Yeah. Uh, and he's definitely more of a right tackle kind of guy, but yeah.
0: I mean, who's but, who's who is their right tackle right now?
1: I'm not a hundred percent sure. I just know that they need a left tackle more. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll start. To, I'll yeah, start just the, yeah. Bears pick though. I think that uh, you know, I think that this is probably a wide receiver spot and. I don't know. The more and more I've seen this uh guy, the more I like, um, although I mean the more I like it, and uh, I'm gonna pick Elijah Moore here. I wow. think. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's a, he's a speed burner. Um, I think that. He's probably my number four now. I I think that him and Rashad Bateman are. Uh, good four and five uh and I think that yeah i I think that it would be a decent value pick here uh, I think that you know unless for some reason they have a qB that they really like here or one of the better tackles falls here i I think that this is a wide receiver spot
0: I'm not I'm not disagreeing with the position I was disagreeing with the player I think Rashad Bateman has been my fit here for a a long time um so yeah I mean Elijah Moore again is still he's still good I wouldn't mind this pick I would prefer Rashad Bateman especially because he's still on the board um but here I'm going to take at 21 I'm going to take Greg Newsome um I think cornerback was one of the few weak points in that um, indie defense last year so I mean Greg Newsom is currently um, I'm going to be honest I, I did not see Caleb Farley uh, on the board but I mean Greg Newsom wouldn't be a bad pick here so I, I would take yes I mean I, I I yeah Greg Greg Newsom here
1: yeah I I think I think that he, this would be a good pick here. I honestly would not be surprised if a lot of teams have him over Farley. Now with Farley's injuries and getting COVID, yeah. which we don't really know how that affects players that well yet. But at twenty two, I'm actually gonna pick Zayvon Collins. I think that you know I I think um this would just be a good place. I, I think this would be a good value for him. I think that uh, it's definitely a need, maybe not their biggest, but I think, you know, if none of the wide receivers are there that they like, which maybe they like Bateman. I don't really know, but I I think that, um, Zayvon Collins would be of good value.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, jets they've already selected they already took um uh zach wilson with the with the second pick so quarterback is not really it's not a need here anymore um you know caleb farley's fallen far enough i think i'm gonna take caleb farley here um you know he i liked him he was my corner one uh for what like during the season um over patrick sertain um so i shouldn't say during this i should say like towards the end of like to the the postseason of the nfl so like january early february uh yeah i'm gonna take caleb farley here i think he's still a good player i mean the injury history is concerning but i mean i think if teams can overlook that like they would for jalen phillips i think i think he's not a, gonna be a bad, bad player, and I think there are there are reports that he might fall out of the first round completely. So, you you never really know.
1: Yeah, I think that here for the Steelers, get pick Alex Leatherwood, or wait 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 no, I completely forgot Vera Tucker was here. I haven't made the pick yet. Um, I'm gonna do Tucker Um, I think that. It'd probably be preferable if they could, if he could play tackle for them. Uh, so, yeah, I I think that Vera Tucker would be, I mean, of great value here, obviously, because I mean, some people have him going like ten spots earlier. So,
0: yeah, I I well, I do have him in the top fifteen, I believe. Um, yeah, I think he's. If he's fallen this far, I mean, you might as well take him. I don't think he will far th- fall this far in normal normal draft night. Um, here, uh, could be Alex letterwood uh, but I think I mean you take Trevor Lawrence with the first pick. You might as well take. And you need a receiver. Um, they got they got Marvin Jones free agency. They have um DJ Chark Chark, yeah. Uh, I think Rashad Bateman will be another great jump ball guy, and I do I do like him. He's my wide receiver four, I believe. Yes, four. So I mean, if he's fallen, he's he he fell five spots that five spots farther than I would normally have him falling. So I'm I'm gonna take him here. Get another jump ball guy for Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd agree with that pick. Uh if he's fallen that far, I definitely think that'd be worth it. But at the Browns pick, I'm gonna pick Quiddy Pay. I think that, you know, really people's um the order people have the edges in seems to change around a lot. But I think that for a while he was number one on a lot of people's boards, but I just think they need that edge opposite Miles Garrett. To, to really make that defense elite. And I, th- I think that once they have that defense settled, they can really contend for Super Bowls. But...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. I mean, have. Um, I mean, Quiddy Pay. Um, I mean, the, their edges are, like, their defensive line is already stacked with Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett. So, I mean, Quiddy Pay would be just another another piece to the puzzle, I guess you could say, um of getting that like you said like Super Bowl contending team. Um this one is this is a tough one, the Ravens, because they traded Orlando Brown um wait, it was Orlando Brown, right? Or my Yeah. Yeah, Orlando Brown. Um yeah. Uh so they traded Orlando Brown so they have two picks in the first round now and I think they need to address the wide receiver position at first of all. And I think they need to address something on the defense, whether it's an edge or a linebacker. Uh sorry, edge or a safety, not a linebacker. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna take Trayvon Moerig here, just because there's no like you look down, there's the next best wide receiver, like on the board for me would probably be, like, Terrace Marshall. um, So, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to take Trayvon Morig here. Because, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, again, you have 31 you can take. I don't think that Terrace Marshall or Kadarius Toney, guys like that are going to fall, are going to get taken in the next three picks. So, I'm going to take Trayvon Morig.
1: Yeah, I do think that Terrace Marshall is kind of the type of receiver they're looking for. I do think that he would be a good fit for them and that they might pick him just so. Because I think the Saints
0: might have a little interest in him. I've seen, I do like the Saints. I do like Terrace Marshall to the Saints as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, (laughs) I'm going to pick Terrace Marshall for the Saints. (laughs) I, I think that, you know, I've seen this vid a couple times. He kind of reminds me of Michael Thomas, kind like a little bit. But yeah, I can see that. He's definitely a little different, um, or quite a little bit different. But um, yeah, I think that he he just kind of seems like a guy that James Winston would like. Um, yeah. Uh, I I think that'd be a good pick there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, my my plan for the Ravens is kind of getting. Foiled here, um, because I've seen a lot of. Actually, you know what? Just just because I know what I want to do with the Ravens next, I'm gonna take Alex Leatherwood here just because he's fallen this far. For um, uh, for, the, for the Packers, yes, I I think Green Bay they need offensive line help for Aaron Rodgers. I think that is another. That's that would be a great step towards getting past the nsc championship spot so yeah i'll take alex alex leatherwood i've seen a lot of Kadarius tony here which is who i was going to take but alex leatherwood has fallen he's fallen far enough so i'm gonna take leatherwood there
1: yeah i mean opinions on leatherwood seem to differ a lot but yeah uh, uh for 30 for the bills i'm gonna pick eric stokes I think that corner is probably their biggest need. And I think that Eric Stokes is the best corner available. And I think that, you know, he would fit in nicely and their defense, you know, I mean, their offense is there and their defense just needs a little push. And then they're probably, um, I mean, they might already be a top three team in the NFL. It depends who you ask, uh, yeah, I, they'll be uh, solidified, though, I think, if they get that um, number two corner.
0: Yeah, I I mean, call me crazy, but I've seen a lot of running back here, and I would have taken Travis Etienne just because I know they've they've been linked to him a couple times. Um, I think N- Najee Harris is still my RB1, but I think if we're going predictive and they were taking a running back, I think it would be Etienne. But, so, now that my Ravens plan is not foiled, I'm going to take Kadarius Toney here with the 31st pick in the draft. I'm going to take Kadarius Tony. yes.
1: Alright, okay, well, in the last pick, I think that the Buccaneers, really, you can take, like, a guy for... Because, really, their starting lineup is pretty set. I think that they could take a guy to develop for the future, and I think that that guy should be Walker Little. I I, I think that he has he has so much potential, but, like, he also has a lot of bust potential because of injuries. And...
0: Walker Little out of Stanford, the offensive tackle. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, shut Um. Yeah, I, I think that you could look back on this and be like wow that was one of the best picks of all time or one of the worst picks of all time because it really just he's really gonna go either way i think because yeah
0: well that's an interesting one i've never seen that before well i have all right um yeah so i mean just to kind of wrap it up um Got the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, just taking Zach Wilson. Those are the two obvious ones. Our first mix-up was kind of Mac Jones going to the 49ers. Uh, look, look down here. I mean, Rashawn Slater went to the Panthers. That was another. Uh, we had Justin Fields falling all the way down to Denver at nine. J. C. Horn over Patrick Corbin at ten to Dallas. Um, we got Jalen Phillips over New York uh, at New York to the Giants. Um, that one could have been Devontae Smith, J.C. Horn, or, sorry, Patrick um, We Speaking of Patrick Chertain, we had him at 13 to the Chargers. We had Trey Lance falling, falling all the way down to New England. Um, Micah Parsons fell to Arizona. Uh, Elijah Moore over Rashad Bateman at 20. Um... Caleb Farley fell to 23 to the Jets. Elijah Vera Tucker fell to 24. Rashad Bateman fell to 25 to Jacksonville. To get, you know, Trevor Lawrence, another jump ball receiver. Uh, and then, really, I mean, the last real surprise was Walker Little to the Buccaneers. So,
1: <laughs>
0: with that, we're looking at around. It, it's we're on the 45 minute mark i mean if you have anything else you would like to say or just, I like just talk I'll... about anything draft wise
1: uh
0: uh i can't think of anything all right well that was our 2021 nfl mock draft um Hopefully we have the next four weeks planned out for episodes and everything. I'm hoping we can get um, a draft review next week, a off-season review, like a complete off-season review the week after. Then at that point, hopefully the schedule has been released so we can do our NFL predictions. And then after that, we can do more predictions with um, like awards and stuff like that. So... With that being said, thank you for listening, and we'll see you. Guys. We will talk to you guys next week.